everyone, welcome to the That One Video Galaxy podcast, our first video on this new channel, youtube.com slash Gerard Completionist. This is a scary venture for us because we just increased our workload so much more in the office. Y'all just increased your workload. Yeah. Yeah. You're crazy. Well, yeah, we're crazy. That makes us the, the, the sixth channel it's produced in this office. And my final channel. I'm not going to do any more after this. I am done. I've tapped out. I've done a channel about completing games, a Let's Play channel, a Pokemon channel, a comedy sketch channel, a fighting game channel, and now I'm doing a personal channel. And that's it. No more. We should probably introduce ourselves. Yes. I am Gerard Clue, the completionist, youtube.com slash that one video gamer. This is uh, Al Galetti, a.k.a. Eject, at twitch.tv slash eject. He's a streamer. If you don't know Al, you may recognize him as Gung Ho Al from a couple of uh, the episodes we did over the years. I'm making an appearance from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Al is one of our executive producers on the show. He makes sure that everyone does their job alongside Pat. The two of them run the office. Good job. So without them, I would be very miserable. And over here is Hi. Brett Bayonne. He is of Super Couch Fighters. Yes. And he also, which is kind of like a secret no one really knows, he is the the head writer of The Completionist. Yes, all you guys out there are like, Completionist isn't funny anymore. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Going right for it. <laughs> I'm trying. Just bring on bring on the haters from the beginning, Brett. I'm trying, man. Uh, most of the time I'm trying to make myself laugh. So it makes sense that you wouldn't laugh. So, But, but if you are enjoying the show. here here's the, Here's the thing, though. I... Everyone will always criticize everyone. I personally think the heart of the show has never been better. I think that all of us care in the office. We're all invested. Every week we're focused on making this show. It kills us. It and I'm I'm happy to know that I'm not alone because that's the that's the pro the struggles I had early on was I was always alone in in, in completing the games and and doing everything. It was crazy. You just basically um, said like I'm happy that you guys suffer with me yes yes i i built a prison and i'm glad that i have cellmates so welcome welcome i don't to even know how we ended up in here how i don't, did know, you I don't know i have no idea it was did it you was use like, reese's pieces did you et me <laughs> i et you just slowly but Ooh, surely a piece of candy Ooh, a piece of candy Ooh, a piece of candy Dude, you sent me up 15 years ago it's just true re just ready for yeah, it you guys true. have been friends for a this, long this, time yeah we've been friends since we were kids will you tell me the story yeah we might as well uh so Al and I met. I we had a mutual friend named Spencer, uh, who would often pit each other, like pit us against each other for superior friendship, like and purposefully. Yo, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was the situation of oh, I'm gonna go leave Al to go hang out with Gerard, and I'm gonna go leave Gerard to go hang out with Al, and it was a constant. But he do it in front of us too. Like he would be with me, being like, "What's up, Gerard? Let's hang out." Yeah, and we and granted, we were probably like. In the fourth grade, third yeah. grade, so it was always so it wasn't so much him being a dick as him just being a child and by default being a dick. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. So one day, uh, my mom forgot to pick me up from school because she did that a lot when I was growing up, and I'd walk uh, home, and it was usually about like a four and a half mile walk home. It wasn't too bad, and uh, one day I stopped off at Country Day, which was a a, a school that was on the way home uh, on my walk. And my brother went there, my sister went there, and that's where I would often meet them and I'd get rides home from either my mom or like their friends or whoever. Okay. And so I showed up to Country Day, I called my mom and said, hey, I'm at Country Day, come pick me up. And I wandered over into the sandbox area and Al was on the swing set and he and I 
you know, at, we knew who each other were. We were kind of, kind of like, what, what are you doing here? Like, this is my turn. Yeah, this know? is like, what, like <laughs> you know, he's wearing his his prep shirt, and I'm wearing like shorts and a like a big dog shirt from back in the day. If oh, those things still exist, big, absolutely they do. Shout out to the big dogs. Big dogs sponsor this podcast. Oh, do it, big dog. That would be <laughs> everyone. Awesome. Big dog shirts for everyone. Uh, and so yeah, so Alan, I I think around that time. Final Fantasy VII had just been out for a few months, yeah. and I had just f- completed it. And Al was struggling on like I think it was like the the weapons. He was he was having a hard time with the weapons. I struggled with everything on that game. <laughs> <laughs> and that, s- no, go. go that's ahead. why I love it though. You know, yeah. that's that's what like if if I didn't struggle on that game and like he wasn't so knowledgeable of it at the time, I may have just been like. Yo, what's up? Just get away. Yeah. So Al, Al started talking about about the uh, the Knights of the Round Summon, and immediately I was like, oh, dude, this guy is on my gaming level. But hold on, hold on. How does that go from, what's up, kid, to Knights of the Round? Well, okay. How did you name so, drop so, that? So this, come on. <laughs> We were in the fourth yeah. grade, damn I it. Dude, no. I went around just, like, name dropping that and, like, see who else would just, like, bite for it. Like, right. if I they bit for it, I know. I'd be like... All right. So you guys found a mutual respect for one another. Yeah, and yeah. and I think Al's mom came to pick him up, and he and I did not want to stop hanging out. And his mom, she was just waited like, for my mom to show up. My mom showed up, Aww. and Al's mom said, "Can I take him home?" And my mom was like, "Sure." And so I went. You back. went over a dude's house. Yeah, you just met. Yeah. Wow. How dude, trusting, dude. It was. It was like. But it was. It was. It was like. It, it was a family at first sight. Like yeah. instantly, we knew we were brothers. Once. Once we realized Once that we, we weren't really that good of friends with Spencer, yeah, and we kind of like we kind of because we haven't we probably I, haven't spoken to Spencer since. Like that's so. Yeah. You, what happened to Spencer right after that? We we actually went to high school with him a few years later, and he was not the same dude that we we grew it, up completely with. Completely different. Yeah. So it we kind of we just kind of dropped the ties there. Uh, another little known fact, which is like just all the more like it was meant to be. Is that two years, two, three years prior to me and Gerard like really connecting, when I was in kindergarten, Gerard's brother Jock was my like senior pen pal. Yeah, so my my so, brother knew Al before I knew Al. What? Wait, yeah. how what grade was Jock in? He must have been in the he he's like, six years from us, so he was like I think um he was sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. When I was in kindergarten. That, that makes sense. And, oh and my he was God. my upperclassman That's pen pal. So cute. Yeah. So that's how Al and I met. We've it been friends. We've been friends ever since. And I've been begging Al to come work for me uh, for years, 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 years. He's been helping me with the show behind the scenes, which is the whole point of this podcast. This is a behind the scenes podcast now you for know. everything that one video gamer oriented. Um, mostly about the completionist, but we're all going to talk about the other channels in the network, the channels internally, and, and more so that. But I've been begging Al to come work for me. And uh, I think and he, finally the, he finally acquiesced. caved in, and he's already regretting it. He already, he, yeah. I'm regretting it so much. I mean, <laughs> if I didn't get to like be with you every day, I'd just be like, flip the cup. Yeah, I got you. You guys I'll do are the, gonna, wor- the worst job ever. You're gonna kiss. You're gonna kiss. You're not gonna kiss. I can't. I can't wait to get you guys kissed. It's brother, it's, we're brothers. We're not. We're not lovers. You're gonna yeah. kiss. All right, Brett. We can talk about how you and I met. If that's a big spectacular thing. I think we were both friends with Michael Barity. Well, our our first 
time ever meeting mm-hmm. and working together mm-hmm. was uh, my first web show, Ari and Stone. Yeah, and we, the, we both knew Michael Barity, right? Yeah, we both knew Michael Barity. We were filming uh, the Identity Theft episode, which was like a secret sequel to one of our previous episodes where Michael's well, character... Explain the audience, because they may not know Ari and Stone. Yeah, so, what was the premise of so the, the show? Oh my gosh, this is going down memory lane. So yeah. Ari, I no one knows this. This is why the podcast exists. Right. Uh, before I did The Completionist, I did... Four other YouTube shows that failed. Um, Number one, the first one uh, was "How Big Is Your Pie." How big is that? Was not my show, but oh, what is that show? I thought that was you. I'm sorry. No, what is "How Big Is Your Pie"? You know the show where people send in pictures of their pie, and then you have to tell them how big it is because they can't figure it out. Number two, uh, <laughs> hold on, don't, don't, no, hold on. <laughs> We're taking a second to break. Where is this? Sh- does this show exist? No, I'm no. sorry. I was just gonna name four things. This is gonna be. Head. This is gonna be. Shows that we integrate now somehow. How big is your pie? (laughs) Marie Calendar, sponsor us. Sponsor this podcast. We will do a 15-minute cook-off or eating session. How big is your pie? So if you guys um, out there are watching or listening, go ahead and send Gerard specifically on Twitter pictures of your pie. <laughs> like slice, full pie, doesn't and matter. I accept, I have, we have to guess and it. And he'll tell you, you don't tell him how big it is. No. Gerard will tell you how big it is. I will get is. a ruler and I will measure it. He'll tell you how big your pie is. How big is your, hashtag, Ooh. how big is your pie? How big is your pie? Uh, so the first show was Ari and Stone. It was about uh, two best friends who were, every episode was a conflict about the internet. So we did an episode about pop-up ads back in the day. Uh, we did an episode about J-Date, an episode about geocaching. Uh, we did an episode about identity theft. Uh, and we did an episode, uh, oh man, well, we did a lot of funny episodes. This show had three seasons uh, total in its entire life production, and we shot season one and season two, but at the start of season three, we didn't air a single episode. We wanted to have a big bulk kind of oh style, God, because wow. this, this show was a 30-minute show. We were doing long-form content before anyone else was on YouTube in, in 2009. Yeah, you, you were first. You were first. We were first, we but we definitely... We definitely we're not first. I hear you. Um, so uh, Michael went to school at UCLA, and they were filming the social network there. And unfortunately, his hard drive and laptop got stolen while he was at school. Oh, so we lost, sucks. and this was before cloud storage. So we lost all of our of our hard work. And so we decided to redo uh, episodes from seasons one and two in a five to seven minute format. And uh, Brett here was uh, R.E. Moses Weiss. He was the person who stole Michael Barity's identity. And the whole episode is me and, and Jacob Wysocki trying to figure out why Ari Weiss is so different. And yeah, the <laughs> bit is like, what's the opposite of Michael Barity, who's like a like a little nerdy Jewish guy? It's basically me. Yeah. <laughs> And so that was the first time that Brett and I met. Was it really? The very first the very, time? The very first time. So it, I just came like, yo, let's bring this dude, dude in. Dude, we good. had so much fun. A lot of this video footage is online. You can watch the episode. You can look at the behind the scenes or the extra footage we we shot of the, the Bill Cosby uh, raps oh and stuff God. like that. And yeah, this uh, is back in the day when like people would still laugh at that. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to the day when people can laugh about Bill Cosby bits once again. So we can bring back the Bill Cosby bits yeah, and yeah. not be like creeped out. That day is not today. It's not today, no. It was a good time. We just hung out the whole day. We shot bits here and there and uh we had what are we there was some bit where somebody drank something gross. Oh yeah, no, the bit started out was what well, it started out with uh, we were grilling you to see if you were actually you from mm, Michael Barity. Right. And the bit was we were shaking churned milk 
into cheese. And so <laughs> like as the as the episode starts, we're shaking these big can these big glass sealed like blender cups you know like if you, if you get like uh like magic bullet okay you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we my uh, jacob had his own i had mine and we were shaking milk and then it cuts back to brett as we're interviewing him and it cuts back to us and the milk is now just shredded cheese and we're just <laughs> eating the shredded cheese good lord sounds oh, like fun though it was a lot of fun uh and so that's how brett and i met i've been wanting to similarly to that of alex fasciani when him and i met michael Berdy for years has been telling me you have to bring Brett in. You have to bring Be- work with Brett, talk to Brett, talk to Brett. And so... Uh, I made them say that. <laughs> you made him say that? Yeah, I told him to tell you that. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, and so I think it was around uh, the summer of last year, Mark and myself and Alex were really stressed out with writing and producing the show. And so we wanted someone who was really good at writing. And actually, uh, the first episode Brett wrote was the Bioshock episode last Not year. Not true. Oh, was it was that was the one that you wrote on your own. That was like your first. No, I did one right before that, I think. Which one was it? Didn't I do, I did Half-Life before that, right? I think Half-Life. You did help out with Half-Life, that's right. But Bioshock was like your, like your. your all right. Well, because Half-Life, Half-Life was your, was like your trial period. Was oh, like, let's oh, see, let's, oh, and then like oh. your first real time on the job was bioshock gotcha and bioshock's one of my favorite episodes it was it was really oh thank you we just it was really fun and, and light and and since then brett's done a really good job at keeping the show light and fun and and fast and unfunny well <laughs> <laughs> it's funny i was on xbox live today and i got a message that said what happened to your show mate uh, <laughs> was uh, that it yeah and, and then and, uh, what happened to your show mate smh and I just sat there for a few minutes, and I was like, "Huh, all right." <laughs> like it just kind of hit me, and I was like, "All right, well, thanks, guy. Thanks, guy. I love that. You gotta love criticism. That's because here's the thing: when people send a message like that, let's analyze it. What sure. happened to your show, mate? Does he really want to know? No, he didn't want. He doesn't. He doesn't want you to send back him. It's like, well, listen. He, he wants. He wants to say, "Go fuck yourself." Is what right. he's saying. Right. He wants. To, all he wanted to do was to let you know that he is dissatisfied with the way the show is going yeah number one if he wanted to know let you know that he could have done so in a better way yeah uh, and number two the only reason he wanted you to know that is for completely selfish reasons it wasn't like he was trying to help you or help the show get better right it was just like i don't like this thing send <laughs> <laughs> like it's just funny it's funny it's funny like i get being frustrated but it always makes me really laugh and and ask questions to myself when I see evidence of people go through the extra step of whipping out a keyboard, especially a controller. If you're at the point where you're opening up a messenger app on Xbox or PS4 or whatever, and you're still mad and you still hit send, there's a problem there. That's supposed to act as a buffer for you to like hook up a mirror and be like, maybe I'm an asshole. Do I really want to do this? I mean, because this is going to take some work. Right. And that dude, and granted, it wasn't the most well-constructed sentence, and he even abbreviated <laughs> some shit, but <laughs> even after he wrote it out, he was like, yeah, he needs to see that. Like, So you, whoever you are at that, thank you, man. We appreciate that. Maybe he meant, what happened to your show, man? It's so good now. It's so good. It's the best. So that's, good. That's the, uh, that's the, uh, the, the Adobe, or the... Google Chrome add-on, the turning bad comments into good comments effect for oh, us. Oh, that's yeah, that's great. The ultimate question is, did he use punctuation? 
Well, absolutely not. This is the internet. Um, tell me, tell me exactly how it was written. Right, like, tell me right. Uh, <laughs> it's capital W. No. Okay. Case. How did he case. spell what? Off the winning. What right did he? Was it? Did he give you I a think W U T? W U T. Happened was spelled out. To your show is fine. Two is in the letter two. Yeah. Or the number two. Two you are. You are. Two you are show. Question mate, mark? Question, question? No, oh, no, no question okay. mark. Wow. Mate, M8, uh-huh. capital SMH. Got it. So it makes sense. Like, if you can't be bothered to, uh, you know, use correct grammar, then you can't be bothered to consider other people's Here, feelings. Here's been my my test for comments. Did they spell my name right? That's a big one. Because. They, <laughs> okay, what does that mean? If, what does that mean? If they do, so, then what? So if they spell my name right, yeah. I will read the comment <laughs> For what it is, and try and interpret it. Okay. But because, okay, I just let's. This is supposed to be a behind-the-scenes experience, and this is the first episode. The first going forward, we're gonna each each episode is gonna be about the games we play on the show and how they they make us happy and and the production behind the show. But for this moment, we're talking. It's just a general introduction, so I'm gonna get on this moment because it's so funny to me. Oh, I see. Gerard is worried that we're delving into the negative too much. Yes, exactly. I'm not worried because this is. Really Funny. It's, okay. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> Tackle it. Just okay. go, go okay. right for it. Okay. So, <laughs> Give it the so if they, if they, in the show, if you, especially for this channel that you're now subscribed to, one, my name is spelled in the channel, youtube.com slash Gerard Completionist. J I R A R D. Oh, I see. J I R A R D. I thought you were talking about the full name. You're just talking about first name. I'm talking my first name. Very easy. J I R A R D. What Gerard. (laughs) Used to be funny, Gerald. Right. I get. Well, Gerald's an inside joke from between me and Jesse Cox. But people spell Jihard. J I H A R D. Uh, uh, I get a lot of like common Gerard. G E R A R D. The one that confuses me the most, I think, is Jihard, which is J I H R A D. Jirad, sorry, Jirad. Jirad, that's good. J i r a d. Jirad, and then G i r a r d always gets me too. Ooh, okay. So, but so there's that. That's you're here now. That's how you spell my name. The completionist, Gerard Khalil. The first thirty seconds into watching the videos, there's a lower third mm-hmm. that says the name. In fact, when you watch this video, there was a lower third that said the name. So you follow me on Twitter, and yet, <laughs> and yet, and in my Twitter name it says Gerard Khalil the Completionist. JK funny. completes it, and yet people somehow still manage to misspell my name, and so because I have to imagine that they just didn't care enough to try and get my name right. Right, their comment means nothing. However, right. if they took the time to remember, yes, how to not only spell my name but how to say it and how to accurately address it right. in some way then i'm willing to have the conversation so uh you know in my twitch chat there's a lot of my name is spelled miss wrong i always just let it go because i don't really care but on twitter and on facebook like it's there if yeah, you're at the yeah. channel page it's there if you're on this channel page it's there so there's no excuse to get the name wrong a lot of people think that like Oh, it's the internet. Spelling doesn't matter. Grammar doesn't matter. But it really does because it's how people perceive you through right. words. And well, I, it's kind of like you. If you don't respect me enough to get my name right, then I shouldn't respect. Then why you. should I? Why, why should I, I care what you have to say? Exactly. And, I get it. I get it. It's a dumb, like minute thing, but I feel that that's so important because I am a human being reading your comment, 
And if you're your email, your letter, and when fans send me stuff, it's never spelled wrong. When I when I get right, letters, right, 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 right. Cause because they care and because I and I appreciate them and and I love them for doing so. And those are the people I want to talk to and communicate with. But when you just didn't take enough time to learn how my name is spelled, and you've been watching the show since episode two or three, right. it's and you've been watching and you see the lower thirds and all that stuff. It's it's hard to to not want to say something about it. Dude, from a terrible speller's point of view. When you're when the first question, like the first points you got on a test, is getting your name right, right. and the answer is given to you, right? I take offense to that. Yeah. yeah, but now you're just gonna have like your your haters that stick around despite the fact that they hate you. Oh, especially just, especially with this now. Now they're just going to like use macros. They're just gonna have a button for Gerard that's gonna be spelled correctly, <laughs> and then they'll hate on you. <laughs> can't wait. It's gonna be tight. Can't wait. Can't wait. Speaking of can't wait, this podcast has been something I've been wanting to do for a very, very long time. I've been listening to a lot of Radio Lab and uh, a lot of of the uh, kind of funny podcast, and it's just. And I, I also help out um, the Easy Ally guys on on Patreon and the guys from Game Trailers, and I listen to their podcast. And there's something about a podcast that I really enjoy, just having a conversation about whatever a couple of people are talking about, and I think that. A lot of podcasts are very structured. A lot of podcasts are very uh, on the cuff. And I, I kind of wanted to try and do a combination of the two where we're having just a conversation. That's kind of what that, – that, that's the goal. Yeah. Is having a conversation between my good friends, uh, conversation about the show, and also kind of what's going on in the office because we don't really get to – no one really knows how our weeks go. No one knows the, the resource and times that go into the show. How crazy your schedule actually is. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I think I sleep between 3 a.m., and and 7 a.m. and then I'm up at at 7:30 8 a.m. getting ready and and getting ready to start my day and I still show up to work late three hours late somehow so um, nice. it's rough it's rough there's a lot of beard hair that I have to kind mm-hmm. of go through and 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 whatnot but uh, yeah so with that said let's talk about the show let's talk about being a completionist let's talk about uh, our work schedule our workflow and just kind of how we feel about it. Well, I, about the show. About the show. What happened to your show, mate? Well, it, it's... <laughs> what happened to your show, mate? Well, <laughs> well, I, it's... I mean, you know, I I just suck. Yeah. I just suck. That's that's that's. No, I think answer. it's a fun show. I think I like the show in that uh, it kind of gives you a promise every week, you know, that you're going to sacrifice your sanity just a little bit to complete a game once a week it's a promise that uh it's a promise that happens on a week-by-week basis but also you know throughout throughout the year or what have you you know because people know like oh man i always have that to look forward to like what's gerard doing right now i wonder like well he's probably playing a video game (laughs) you know (laughs) or crying somewhere you know or both yeah yeah but at the same time that's how you get some power gaming done I, i cry a lot when i game yeah yeah, because this is your life now. It's true. Yeah. It's my life. That's how you avoid blisters, right? Just cry yeah. all over it. Cry all over it. Yeah. <laughs> but like we were thinking about this the other day, we had a, sh- a discussion. I think it was over dinner about like how the team works. It's like uh, we're a small team, obviously, and I've never been part of a team where so clearly you can so so clearly you can feel when someone doesn't do their job. Like, if somebody's behind because they're having trouble, whatever, no big deal. But every, we're all linked like a chain. And, like, if one person is like, oh, I missed a day, everybody gets affected. Yeah. 
And because of that, everybody is real passionate and puts in a lot of work and a lot of hours just so they don't mess somebody else up. You know, that's what it's like around here. Well, I, I think it's, it's important to know where we started and where we are now. And I think in, in the beginning, and this is something that I, I say a lot in conventions and when people ask me on, on Twitter and Twitch and, and Tumblr and stuff, but I don't really, I don't, I never really talked about the schedule starting the show. So when I started the show, uh, the entire process was this, and it was like this for literally until we moved into the office. Friday, I pick a game. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm completing the game all day, all night long. Um, Monday morning, uh, write the script uh, and do voiceovers. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday would be editing. Friday, the video would go out. Friday night, I pick a new game, and I did that over and so over. That was and that over was the again. first cycle. That was the first cycle for for literally two and a half years. Um, I missed so many weddings, so many funerals, so many birthdays. Uh, my friends, I, lo- I honestly lost a lot of my good high school friends and college friends because of my commitment to myself and, and to the show. Well, they're not as important as, like, collecting bullshit <laughs> or dodging <laughs> lightning. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. I, I think I think there's a certain element to it. There's, there's this essence of uh, being an iron gamer is kind of the mentality I've always thought myself to be. And on a competitive level, I've always thought to hold myself to a higher regard. Mm-hmm. But I think being someone who has to not only complete a game, write a script, do voiceovers and edit, but I also would have to make sure that the the branding is right, you know, make sure to answer every fan letter, make sure to 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 do unboxing videos for the fans and and uh, in the beginning it was so fun to do. And then the numbers just kind of tidal wave against me and I was taking on a lot of the responsibility by myself for a while. And it was so hard to, to kind of micromanage through that. And I think when we finally got to the office um, and, and Mark got on board, I think learning how to delegate was something that uh, I struggle with. And I still struggle with today. I feel bad for Patrick whenever we do note reviews on, on episode edits, because I'll sit there and go this, 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 like as I'm watching it and I feel like I'm, I'm picking out like, you know, you know, the vegetable you hate out of your salad because you asked for it to not be there, but you're kind of like, no, no, right, no, right. in front of the waiter who's just like, is it good? You know, you just, you feel so committed to it. And it's because I've been put in that mindset of one game a week, man versus game, cannot stop, must keep doing it. And out, and out the gate, I was dumb in saying that I was doing it full time because I did it, I did it full time. <laughs> That's the people don't know. I did it full time from the very beginning without even thinking. I just said, I'm going to quit my job at Best Buy. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to hope it's going to work. And man, was I naive because I – you think you have this this kind of picture of the YouTube dream, and you see the numbers and subscribers, and you're thinking, oh, man, this paycheck, it's going to be so good. We didn't get paid until the first 10 months of doing The Completionist, and – I think we got paid like eight hundred bucks. Hey, it was something. It hey. was something. But I'll take it. You you have to look. I think I think I did the math. And the math was I was making, uh, I think I was making about three and a half cents an hour with how much time wow. was going into the show. Because completing the game is the the biggest priority. Yeah, and I think obviously now it's a bit different, but uh. It's not that far off because this show is it, it is a production. This is like a television show that we produce on YouTube right. against the odds of the YouTube algorithms. Because now you have people who are doing um, 
you know, drama videos or they're doing vlogs and they're 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 doing a content that's easy by turning on a camera and talking right. kind of like this. Hello. Hey. Hi. Uh, <laughs> hi. But I it, but we're producing a TV show. The this show is 18 minutes to 35 minutes long. Yeah, make no mistake like uh it's I guess in the grand scheme of YouTube this is like a longer form thing. Absolutely. And it the production it just takes so long. It's it's complicated production. It's really complicated. The work that goes into it is a whole lot, as opposed to even some other um, videos that are about the same length, which are just people like talking at the camera. Yeah, you know, or a sketch like a sketch. Sketch might have some production value here and there, and it might break the bank a little bit. But like over here, it's tough. Well, it's even more terrifying because you have uh, you sketch comedy on YouTube has died. There are there, really? there are no sketch comedy channels on YouTube that are still thriving unless it's a couple of, of select few. Like Key and Peel, they're probably doing well. Well, yeah, well I mean, they're but yeah, but they're they're Comedy Central. You right, know, right, they're right. the re-uploads from their channel. Like Smosh, they're the ones that started, they're still around. Um, right, okay. You know, the Bath Boys, when are they, they doing good? They haven't made videos in forever and their and their channels have have tapered off. Animation channels are practically banished from YouTube because the algorithm doesn't favor that kind of content. What, what do you mean by animation channel? Give me an example. So uh, just any of them. Raptor back in the day, you know, he was the o- one of the only few ones. Aaron working his butt off and his videos would do really well. And they still do well because he's built that fandom up. But I see, I see. to viably create a cartoon every single week that's, or, or, or every single day. That's bananas. It's crazy, right? And you have guys who have... Like, I'm so happy for people like Jaltoid and Psychic Pebbles and Oni and all the Newgrounds guys because they have and 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 um and Rice Pirate because you have these Patreon networks who are funding these guys to still do what they do, but it takes them forever. And what happens is you have fans who are funding these cartoons because because YouTube is not showing these people these these videos they're not showing them because the algorithm doesn't favor that kind of content the algorithm is not designed for viewers to watch cartoons it's designed for people to watch long form easy content that is good to ingest something like a podcast this is an experiment for us we haven't done anything this long form before uh here in the office in this degree we had a podcast back in the day called dlc the downloadable cast and uh, back in the day when we launched it, YouTube didn't favor podcasts. They didn't favor long-form content like this, so we stopped doing it. Um, now things are different. YouTube favors YouTube gaming. So if you're a streamer on YouTube, you're crushing it because they want to favor that. If you're doing a YouTube Red Show, they're favoring you because you're partnering them in a premium content way. And so on this kind of big open sea of YouTube content the algorithms keep shifting left and right and and what's hot now is easy consumable long form content and the sad reality is, is that the completionist kind of falls into that category which is good for the sake of the algorithms however the algorithms are changing again and they're sh- shifting towards different all different kinds of things i don't want them to change i don't want them to change either no one does. No one does. So what is it shifting to now? What do, what do we have to do to the show now? That's the thing. That's what ha- what's going to happen to our show, mate? Right. What's, well, we should have known. We're dropping the... <laughs> dropping the mate. I don't understand. <laughs> like, what? I don't pretend to understand any of that stuff, like YouTube algorithms and like what's popular. I do understand the concept of 
this is what works. Like long form, yep, I get it. People who like stuff want more of that stuff. Yeah. Easily producible. I get that. Um but beyond that, like I don't understand what else YouTube wants from us. I don't I don't know how to appease the monster, you know. Well, and, and that kind of goes into our next segment, you know, or our next discussion is uh by the time this comes out, you know, we're kind of retiring the traditional way of the completionist. Uh, yeah. The, today's episode was Tales of Symphonia. That's Hooray! Like, hey, everyone wanted me to want us to do that game for a long time, and we did it. Um, but going forward, we have this this new format we're trying out. Um, you know, presentation is is being basically removed and combined with gameplay. Yeah, melded. Yeah, melded. We're we're getting rid of. Uh, completion bonus and struggle and turning it into the reward yeah and making and then we're taking struggle and kind of putting it throughout the entire episode so a lot more live action reactions a lot more real moments of me getting wrecked by video games because it's kind of the same like modus operandi and, and reason for us doing this show which is you want people to go along the journey with you more yeah i think the biggest thing is that uh in my eyes, The Completionist has always been an exciting show. It's always been high-octane energy coming from us, discussing about games that we love, uh, man versus game, you know, guests coming on, being passionate with me, being aggressive with me, combating with me, just having this this positive gaming culture in a sea of negativity. That was the kind of the goal of the show. And in my eyes, in the past four or five months, the show has never been better in regards to how we produce it. We're a well-oiled machine. There's a lot of heart in the show. That's the most important thing that I love about the show is that you could say you don't like our content. You could say that the script was bad. You could say that the joke was bad. But the heart, the, the amount of people that work on this show that care about the show is unrivaled. And that's the most important thing to me is that we all put in so much into the show and it gives us so much back. Yeah. And uh, that to me is the most consistent thing about the show that I've, I've been wanting to sustain and keep. But... I think what's kind of happened is the show has kind of become a bit of a book report. I think people come to see if I did it. You know, spoiler alert, I completed it. You know, that there's, there's no <laughs> right. there's no stakes. There's no, like, is he going to lose this week? Is he going to win next week? Is he, you know, what did he actually do? I, I think the struggle section this past season in season five, we illustrate it by showing a list at the end. You know, this is everything. All the heartless we killed and all the things we did in Kingdom Hearts uh, Birth by Sleep. That sucked. You know, six, five, four, four, uh, five or four playthroughs and beating the hardest bosses on the critical mode and things like that. We don't really get to talk about that because we're so concerned about the production of the show itself, getting it actually done. And so we're taking a step back and saying, okay, this show is hard to produce look at what we're doing look at the difficulty that we're going through and look at the and more importantly look at how we conquered it and i think that's going to be the new focus of the show i'd say like one of the biggest differences with how the old format's going to be with the new format is that the new the old format is kind of like here's what it's like to play the game normally and then at the end the tail end that's the that's when we start saying okay this is what it's like to complete the game but when we're completing the game, it's we're we're never just playing it. We're always we're starting with the goal of we have to complete it. We're going into the. It's not like we pick up a game every week and go, this looks like fun, and then halfway like around Wednesday we go, maybe we should complete this too. It doesn't happen like that. So the script shouldn't really reflect that, even though they did for so long. Which is why now we're trying to have the scripts be more like, 
We are here to complete this game, and this is how we're going to do it. So gameplay isn't like, this is what it's like to play the game when you just pick up and play. No, it's like, this is what the gameplay is like when you are trying to complete the game. So also with that said, you know, I'm sure a bunch of people are going to be curious if like this, not necessarily the style, but is there going to be a change in the games you choose by wanting to do, you know, by the format being different? Does that mean your game choices are going to be different also? That's a great Great question. That's and, a good question. That's a good Christian. That's a good Christian. I got a couple up here. Got, that's a that's a good Christian, Mega Man. Mega Man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. And I, it makes me a little sad because the show in the very beginning, the first probably thirty to fifty episodes of the show, the show was about. Oh man, I love this game. Let me talk about this game. And here we are, almost 180 episodes plus later, and I have run out of games that I love. Because, truth be told, I've only been playing the same 50 or 40 games my whole life. You know, I, I play Mario RPG once a year. I play Secret of Mana once a year. I play Mega Man X once a week. Like, these are games that I constantly get myself involved in. And now we've run out of, we've reached a point where... Uh, you know, the nostalgia that I grew up on is no longer interesting to some people. Now we're, we're, we're doing things where almost PS3 games are considered retro because we've moved so far forward into the show's lifespan. In the five years of the show, we've had the Wii U, we've had the PS3, the 360, the Wii, um, we've had uh, the, X, the uh, PS4, and now we're about to do NX, we're about to do... Uh, PS4K, we're about to do Project Scorpio. We have VR, like about You're just to saying stuff. You're just saying these words don't mean anything. <laughs> it's well, true. VR Scorpio. Scorpio. How big is your pie? <laughs> <laughs> Oculus Rift. Yeah, none uh, of this means anything. Uh, Vive. It, it's all just. It's all changing the way that people consume stuff on the internet, and and I think, uh, I've always said that this show is is. Uh, <laughs> it's always going forward, but it's always going backward. It goes forward in regards to bringing in newer fans, creating a great community, promoting other YouTubers, and working with some of the best in the industry, but it always goes backwards with how the YouTube algorithm treats us. We're always on uh, a dip. We go up when new Nintendo content comes out because Nintendo likes working with us and gives us games early, and we cover those games, and we, we, we get that exposure. And then we dip down in the year, in the months that there isn't really anything to talk about. And then it goes back up when new games come out. And we've always tried to structure our show as, here's what YouTube is trending. Here's what we want to do. Here's what we love from the past. And we're at that point where what we love in the past isn't always going to work. Because we've done those games. Or everyone's done videos on those games. And so now we have to really change the show to be about what's coming out this week and that was kind of scary when we, it's when, it still is scary i'm still terrified right we looked at like okay going forward to like the end of the year the end of 2016 we looked at like the titles and the big things that are happening in pop culture and we we're like this is the list of games that we think we're going to try to do going forward and that list of games was terrifying like it was and th but this year we handled it very well though you know when we launched season five we had uh you know, superhero month, and that was so scary for us mm -hmm. because we were doing a, a little bit of a newer format. We we're trying to make the episodes uh, 
have a lot more weight to them and a lot more fun in them. And we did that successfully. And we planned these launches based on the SEO of the world, which is stupid, which is scary. You know, it's no surprise that the episode on Deadpool comes out on the same weekend that Deadpool the movie comes out. Right. It's no surprise that, uh, you know, uh, Ultimate Alliance comes out the same day as Captain America Civil War. I was surprised. <laughs> God, lucky for these guys. Wow. It's no surprise that we did, you know, a Super Nintendo Star Wars game on the day that Star Wars Episode 7 came out. It's because we have to naturally adapt to these trends. And I have been fighting them for so long because the show shouldn't be about what's hip, what's in, what's on the now. Right. It should be whatever we want it to be. It should be, you know, it should be the Tales of Symphonias of the world. It should be the skies of Arcadia's and, and the final fantasies and you know, the halos and whatever we want it to be and the dark souls for that matter. But as they get older and as the new ones come out, we kind of have to jerk the other way and go into the direction of the scary and, and the new and the unknown. It's and tough. It's very scary. It's tough because like, like you said, like the games that you grew up being passionate for are running out of those and we don't want you to run out of passion we Absolutely, don't want the audience to run out of passion either. Yeah, and we know what the audience is passionate for, which is new hotness, new hot, that new hotness. You need that. Yeah. So that's kind of what we have to do for a while, you know. And it's not like we're trying to change the quality of the show. Well, we are. We're trying to improve it. And we're we always want- trying to improve it. We're always trying to make it more fun. Right. Because we're having fun, and we want to share that experience with everyone at home. But also with all these new games that come out. I mean, in in terms of you completing it, like I know that there's been a couple of games that you looked at and. You know, these game creators, just for the sake of making something outrageous, will make an achievement Ugh. that is, it's kind of unrealistic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're doing Gears of War uh, in a couple of weeks, and there's an achievement to get 10,000 kills. And 10,000 10, kills. 10,000 kills. That's and not stupid. to mention, not to mention you have to go the extra mile, compete online, get X amount of wins, X yeah. amount of losses. I mean, my my reaction just now was it's 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 stupid. It's not fair. But then I realized like once again, it's not stupid. It's not an unfair achievement. Right. Because it's made for people who like, yo, you like this game? All right, th- that achievement should just basically be called, yo, just keep playing for a while. That's right. what that achievement is. Our problem is we don't play games like people should play games. We consume games at an unhealthy rate. Oh, I'm 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 the Mega Man of YouTube. Like I defeat a boss, absorb its power, and then I have that power for maybe until the next boss fight, and then it's gone. Right. Like if you sat me down and made me play Dark Souls one, I'd be like, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't, I can't. But if you came back to me when I did Dark Souls one in episode, I don't know, whatever that was, whatever that, oh, the 100K special, I'd be like. Let's fucking praise the sun. Let's right, go. Right, right. I'm ready. But it's tough because like that, like it's it's tough for we have to remember when on this side of the completionist that like yo we don't consume games like everyone else does. Right, <laughs> and like these achievements that you're talking about, they're meant to last months to years. But that doesn't invalidate our position because yeah. you know we we've all been there where we're having meetings like what game should we do and we think about what about this game we've never played that game on the show like oh let's play that let's play that let's play that and then we do a little research on it and look at the achievement list like this looks great and get to the bottom and then there's multiplayer achievements yeah the awful. dreaded multiplayer we've we've removed i think the game we've added the most and removed the most times off the schedule has got to be halo 
Mm-hmm. We have yeah. we have we have moved Halo so many times on and off the schedule because you know Halo One, uh, the the what's the called the 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 remastered for Xbox the 360. Chief Collection. No, no, for for three sixty. Oh. It got re-released on three sixty. We were doing it. Uh, they announced the Master Chief Collection. We decided to wait. We got the Xbox One. We got the Master Chief Collection. We boot up the achievements, and it's like it's the worst. The worst. And so, and so, at this point, and this is what makes me the most sad about the show, is that people start to throw games at me, not as a challenge, but as a means of they want to see me suffer right. and not in a way of like haha you have to do this like you can't do this we i want you i want to see you go down because of this game people i have a message for you people who watch the show no man's sky i get it it's a good joke i'm not gonna play that game yeah it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense there's an infinite number of planets that keeps growing day by day and Ten percent of the of the, or ninety percent of the user base is already gone and forgetting about No Man's Sky, so I'm not going to complete No Man's Sky because there's nothing I can really complete. I can't visit every planet. I can't do. I can't. It just doesn't make sense. Right. But every day, complete No Man's Sky. Yeah, there's certain games that are just like, come on, that's impossible to complete. Right. And even if we did an episode, it wouldn't be that compelling. Uh, that being said, those games that we're talking about, the scary ones with like multiplayer achievements and the stuff that we've like, what's scary about going forward to the show, but also exciting. Is that the games that we've been avoiding? Like, okay, we, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it later. We'll do it later. Later's like now, right? Later's <laughs> now. <laughs> this is it. It's like go time. Yeah. But you know, it, it's it's good to just like know that I, I know you're down for a challenge. Like, it, it's not that you don't want to do like it's just bullshit stuff. You know, I. Meat Boy, I remember way back when when you were like, I fucking got this. And it was like the most glorious moment on how difficult it was, but you did it, the, right? The, the tenacity of the show at that point, it was episode seven, and I, I, I you were over the whole time while I was playing Meat Boy. And <laughs> Just like glued, like, is he gonna do it? <laughs> yeah, He's gonna do it! Yeah. It's happening! Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of where the allure of, of uh, Super Beard Bros came in with Kaizo. Right, Kaizo right, right, series, right, right. Because you're sitting there going, you know, repetition, or in, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting results. And that's the show in a nutshell. That's Beard Bros in a nutshell. That's me in a nutshell, is trying my best, never giving up, punching the wall until eventually I can just rip through it and 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 beat it. Everybody loves an underdog. Yeah. And everybody loves seeing someone, you know, everybody loves David versus Goliath, you know? Yeah. And that's what and that to me is what the show's been since day 1. But the narrative of how we've told this story hasn't been about that for a while. Right, right, And I right, think right. that's where the big format is, is the big change is going to be seen. That's definitely going to change. Yeah, because that's the that's the interesting story. It's a story that needs to be told, and we're definitely going to tell it. Week by week, day by day, yeah. hour by hour, minute by minute. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm already tired. You know, I'm I know. I'm already tired thinking about it. Where I, I'm already, already exhausted. But I, you know, but I think, so that's the completionist. That's that one video gamer. and But that one video gamer has become more than just a YouTube channel and more than just one show. We have Defendant. We've had, you know, other shows in the past, and I've kind of 
stopped doing those shows because of the YouTube algorithm, but more importantly because people haven't been really engaged in them as much as I want them to be. Why We Love Gaming was a was a love letter to my father, and and you know he almost passed away on his on his deathbed, and uh, I I wanted to share a personal experience with him in the world, and that's kind of where that came from. And I did a lot of those, and then I was like, you know what, this doesn't feel right because my my dad like survived his 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 trials and tribulations and uh it didn't feel right to have discussions about uh life experiences attached to that knowing that that's like a way of making money if you will i wanted it to be more organic and uh you know we relaunched defend it last year we're going to be doing a lot of defend it this year for the holiday season and um you know we're always thinking about going forward we had the big bad bosses album come out last year or this, this year really and um We've got music videos for that in the works, but we haven't really done any promoting because we've been so focused on the completionist because YouTube algorithms keep changing. And right. so it's it's this constant struggle of every time we take a few steps forward, we get thrown so far back. Right. This channel is supposed to launch in April of this year. I remember that. I remember we, that. We were ready. Yeah. We were ready to go. This channel has been like a deep, dark secret on the internet for a long time. And, uh, <laughs> deep, dark, deep, dark secret. secrets. Dude, we, have to, we totally have to do an episode one of these days where we're in, like, in a... Like we're in like a mattress store and we're building forts and we're just telling deep, deep dark, dark secrets. <laughs> <laughs> that was the second uh, failed YouTube show you did after. Oh yeah. How big is your pie? Yeah, yeah. It was deep, deep dark, dark secrets. secrets. Here it was. It was <laughs> here at the mattress superstore. Here at Leeds Superstore. I can't be beat. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me, Larry. Oh God bless those commercials. <laughs> if you guys, do, I think I don't know. How, are they national or are they local? I don't know. Al, what was that one you kept singing today? <laughs> Which one? Are you talking about Jones? Barbecue foot massage. Oh. Jones barbecue foot massage. <laughs> it's not a real. When he first sang that to me, I thought I was like, that's real. It's not real, but it's very funny nonetheless. Whoever's editing this, please put a, put a still frame <laughs> of that man in the corner just to illustrate how, how eccentric that man is. He's very uh, hype. Any, any videos we talk about, any articles we talk about, anything we're referencing, we're going to have them in the links down below. For you guys at home listening on Audible or audio audio podcasts, uh, we'll have it in the description and we'll, we'll, we'll call it like uh, like comments or bits or something like that. Great. Sounds good. Whatever, because this is just called That One Video Galaxy Podcast. The reason why I, called it, I wanted to call it That One Video Galaxy is because there already is a TOVG podcast called That One Video Gamer Podcast. Perfect. And it's uh, run by uh, George Weedman, uh, Matt Visual. And Weedman. And Wheatman and uh, Jimmy Sunder Yo. and that podcast. I wanted it to be about video games all over the world, about news uh, and kind of about their passions within our community of, of friends. This is a behind the scenes experience. This is about the completionist and about the office. Um, so we're moving on from the completionist though, and and the personal channel. We're moving towards uh, Super Couch Fighters with Brett. That's my channel. Brett, you work uh, when I when we started this channel. Back in November, I was like, don't overwork yourself. And you were like, you got it. And then you just naturally progressed into... I've become you. you be yes. <laughs> yes. I told you not to overwork yourself, and hey, you, you've become me. I'm just trying. Like, it's hard. You know, I, <laughs> I care about the show. I want the show to be good. But, like, when you're writing it, there's a lot of research that goes into it. Because I can only sit here and watch you play a game so often. I can't watch the whole experience. Yeah. And I like to be thorough. Um... So I watch, in case you guys don't know out there, every game we play, I watch full playthroughs of those games. While I'm playing it I sometimes watch the Gerard. Time. I sometimes watch Gerard when I can. But because 
I can't miss anything. I still have to watch full playthroughs. That takes a long time. We just did Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> All right. So, great. Great. We'll move on from that. So, we just did Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> hey, man. The fans wanted it. The fans got it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the people pleaser. I'm but it takes, make... it takes a long time, man. Yeah. Like, ugh. And then you got to start. You, you actually got to write it. And it's not even just watching. You don't just like... You don't just watch a playthrough and watch you and go, ready to write. Nope. Then you got to look up FAQs to make sure all your facts are right. Then you got to look up other people's impressions. You got to make sure, like, because I don't want to, like, I don't want to start a script with, like, everybody loves DMC, Devil May Cry. No, everybody does not. Like, you can't. <laughs> this is how you write a YouTube show on YouTube. Everyone knows what Zelda is, but do you, what's, and everyone knows their favorite Zelda is this, but did you know that the balloon guy in Zelda, aka Tinkle, is actually a mass murderer? Ugh, God. Let's go down that journey. Cut scene to a, a cartoon. Yeah. Intro. Yeah. That lasts basically. about 45 seconds. Oh, God. And then it cuts to, what do you got over there? This game is my favorite game ever. <laughs> Dude, stop roasting the entirety of YouTube. I'm, real I'm quick. roasting myself essentially because I'm a part of the problem. <laughs> I created this. I helped create the Look, it's not a roast. I believe everyone should make what they love. But what I'm saying is uh and this is the important part of it is originality. And that's the important thing that I think you bring to the table is oh, you're you. trying hard to not get stuck in that mindset of you know, what is everyone else saying about this game? Oh, absolutely not. That's another big reason why I watch playthroughs, because I don't care what other people have to say. I care what other people have to say is like a zeitgeist type thing, just so I'm aware of it. Yeah. And I care what you have to say, because that's the backbone of the script. You know, yeah. it's your opinion, and then I form, and then I like chip away at that opinion to make until it's pretty as a script. Yeah. Uh, but I need to know what my opinion of the game is, too. Like, I have to have an opinion, too. Uh, there have been multiple times where I've played a I've watched a game, and you've played the game, and then we've gotten together afterwards to talk about it, and I'm like, that game was tight, and you're like, it was the worst, <laughs> and then I have to go, okay, we'll fix this, we'll, like we'll, we'll we'll resolve this in the script, uh, but um, but yeah, I watched the games, but what I was saying was it's not just about watching because I also have to do research, and that can take a long time, and then you actually have to write it finally. Well, and the, the reason why I brought up Couch Fighters is because oh yeah, Couch Fighters is because well one. YouTube.com slash Super Couch Fighters, or I think it's YouTube.com slash C slash Couch Fighters because Super what? Couch Fighters. They have no, it's YouTube.com slash it? Super Couch Fighters. Okay, yeah, because usually nowadays YouTube does this thing where they put a C for, for creators oh. so people can make multiple channels that. Oh, in case, I, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just point, search Super Couch Fighters. Yeah, YouTube. Super Couch <laughs> Fighters uh, between Brett and our former office manager, Santel. Yo, rest um, in peace. Rest, He's rest not dead. Peace. He's not dead. Every day, every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, he's, he's fine. Like the cross from he just found a better job. Like, <laughs> no, real talk. We we just got done talking for forty five minutes about how hard it is, and Michael was like, "It is hard. I'm leaving." And and, <laughs> and we're like, "Yeah, we understand. Do thing. We have, yeah. Do thing." But yeah, me and Santel, we play fighting games over on our channel. If you like fighting games, come check us out. Yeah, we we have a show on his on his channel called the Dojo, where Brett and I, uh, well, we did a season of it, season one of the Dojo. Fun. Um, we I learned Street Fighter Five, playing a stick for the first time. Yeah. And uh, now I love Street Fighter V. I'm addicted. I'm into yeah, it. Uh, I, I would love to start a TOBG fighting team oh, uh, sponsored by by Marie Callender's yeah. and the show. 
what size is your pie? <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that was a great show. We had a great great time doing that show with you. Uh, just because number one, it was so different from the other general, and I don't even like this phrase, but it's what we do. The other general let's play type stuff yeah. on our channel. It was very different. Well, I love that you guys have sh- have moments of of like you know you do like King of Friends where it's. You have a, a guest come in and play through King of Fighters with you as a team, and then right. you've got, uh, you know, like confessions with Mortal Kombat or ah, whoever. Good lo- times. Yeah, th- those yeah. those elements of of personal sacrifice for the sake of of entertainment, and that's yeah, that's me, all we have, right? And that to me is more than just turning on a camera, turning on a uh, a recording device, and talking with friends. It's right. You're you're offering a piece of yourself and putting your heart into it, and that's something that I've always admired about. Uh, your guys' work ethic. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we we like to stay on schedule. We put out a lot of videos a week. We put out five videos a week, which, you know, staying on top of that is tough, but we're passionate about it. And that yeah. goes back to what we were talking about before. The reason we do it is because we care, and we want to make it good. That the, the, the vibe of our channel is like, it's just like hanging out on the couch with some buddies. It's like it's simulating the experience of like playing fighting games on the couch with your buddies. Yeah. Every single episode. And because that's that's when fighting games are the most fun, in my opinion. You know, so that's what well, it's how, how many times have we sat in the office playing Smash Bros at the at the Wii U kiosk yelling and screaming for hours because we're, you know, one more game. No, we got to go back to work. One more yeah. game. We gotta um, go back to work. One more game factor is live with Street Fighter five. It's uh, it's the dreaded we, one. more. You guys game. think we're kidding right after this. <laughs> What do you think we're gonna do? Oh my gosh, no, no, we have we have other things to do. We do. I gotta finish up Gears of War. Oh, that's true. I guess I'll be. D- I'll screw both. We're gonna play. You guys, play you guys <laughs> can play Street Fighter. I'll, hey! I'll do Gears of War because it's my job. Great, yeah, that, great, that's great. how it always starts. I'm gonna go do this. You guys can do. Oh, but it's on. Oh, but Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. got it going. It's hard when you walk <laughs> past the. Just today, I was walking to go record some Couch Fighters of Santel. And like I was, re- I was ready to go record, and then the door to this office was closed. I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> I open it, and it's Patrick and Al playing Street Fighter, and it's like I walked in on the two of them getting it on, and because they looked at me like, "Ah," oh, because they knew they did something wrong. They knew they did, and what they did wrong was not tell me, because they knew I'd want to get on it. So it almost felt like a porno because I walked in and I didn't get mad. I was just like. I got next. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was gross. It was great, though. But I know that, Al, you've been streaming sometime more often now, right? I have. Well, me and Gerard have been streaming uh, the past couple of weeks. We've been- yeah, we stream every Wednesday and Friday on uh, That One Video Gamer, twitch.tv slash That One Video Gamer. I used to stream a lot all the time, and I think as the show got bigger, I ran out of time. And I think that a lot of backseat gaming was happening, and I was... I, I do better when I'm with friends. I think that's kind sure. of where I established is yeah. if I have someone on Skype or someone in the room. Uh, and Al and I have always had this this incredible chemistry when we play games together, uh, whether it's Mario Kart Double Dash or Gears of War. We've always had the ability to kind of have this Rambo-esque play style. It's just like we we get each other like yeah. with a controller in our hands it's just like it's so natural yeah like, i know what are you sure you guys are gonna kiss we're not we're brothers stop it all right all right don't just don't, just kiss. don't don't start that rumor <laughs> don't you don't I have a girlfriend have be. all right sorry <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's true you know we i mean 
it's one of those beautiful things that happens after you've played games with someone for so long that it's like, you know, it's like any sport really that when you just, you know how the person thinks, you know what they're going to do. Mm. I mean, every now and then we got a crazy moment. So something kind of happens. We got to go do something. But for the most part, it's just, it's it's awesome. And getting to play games with friends. I mean, and your best friend. Aww. <laughs> Aww. So so I brought Al in uh, around June of this year, around E3, because uh, Al's been getting into streaming on his own, uh, twitch.tv slash eject. Spell that for them. It's Yeah, spell it. <laughs> E-J-E-K-T-T. Yeah, and so... Uh, <laughs> Confusing. Yeah, well, the, the idea is, you know, Al, Al's very much... Uh, you play League of Legends, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know the character Fizz? Fish, fish, fish. Yeah, not yeah. Fizz. I'm sorry, Ziggs. Oh, even worse. <laughs> That's Ziggs is out. What do you mean? He's just that kind of guy. Just runs in, bombs everyone, and gets out. That's Al's gotcha. thing. So his whole branding is eject, like you know, ejecting out of a plane before. That's not me. Yeah. So what he does, he ejects out of a plane, and while he's parachuting, he's got guns and grenades. Gotcha. And, and, and he goes time. down swinging. That's always yeah. It's go time. Yeah. It's, yeah. Al- it's always his thing. I'm That's, more of a Zerith. Zareth? Like, a Zer- like, like I see things far away, and then I'm like, I have to like plan my stuff, and then like carefully do my whatever. I, this is so masturbatory. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm Blitzcrank. Room, room. I want to be Blitzcrank. Uh, we can all be Blitzcrank. Let's just play um, TOVG. LOL. Great. Done. It'll only Done. be us though, because we're not doing randoms. We can't get yeah, mad. We can get mad at each other. There's, there's the got to be two other people that play. Oh, Patrick, wait, do you uh, play League of Legends? Everyone loves four, plays. Four, yeah. Down, four. Yeah, four. There it is. We'll get Ted. We'll get Chris. We'll be fine. We're good. Perfect. Easy. Easy. See, the, the the joy of it is my philosophy is overkill is underrated. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. So we've got Couch Fires. We've got Al and me streaming in his own Twitch channel. We've got the decks with with Alex and Kelly. I've been producing that show for. They're great. They're great. I love working with Alex on Beard Bros. Um. You know, we had uh, Super Scope News and or Super Scope Show, yeah. and we we unfortunately had to retire that mostly because of of the commitment that Santel and Fraser and Campbell uh, have for themselves. Because believe it or not, and this is what makes us a bit uh, more sad than the rest of the people in the world, is that we're always working. And those guys, they have wives, they've got you know girlfriends and and apartments and payments and. Uh, you know everything under the sun. I just got it. What? I just realized what this job is. What? Okay. Some of you guys out there are gonna be like, "Yes, I understand the reference." And for you, I love you. Sure. Okay. Comic books. Yeah. The X Men. Yes. Spinoff books to the X Men. Okay. X Force, Generation X. Sure. X Factor. One of them was called the Exiles. The Exiles. Okay. It was a team of usually mutants or people that had something to do with the X Men. Okay. Who their job? It was like um. Uh, what's the name of that show with the fat kid grown up from uh, Stand By Me? Where like every week, uh, s- s- God, you guys out there gonna roast me for this one? Where every week they will go to a different dimension and like fix something. Never mind. Listen, that's what the Exiles is. It's a team <laughs> of individuals who are brought together from like different places in space and time and universes and dimensions. Like, one was, like, Nightcrawler's daughter that only existed in this one dimension. Stuff like that. Sure, sure. But they all come together for this team, and they do the work, but at any time, you never know when one of them is going to be sent home. Like, their tour of duty is done. That is what this office is. People flow in, 
and you don't know how long they're going to last. And then when it's their time to go, because like they move on to bigger and better things, it's like, yeah, dude, I get it. You, you're going home, you know? We get really sad, though. We, you know, we, we miss Mark and we miss... Uh, uh, His name was Fraser. Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. We it's miss Mark. Frazier. We miss Frazier. We miss Santel. Yeah, you know, we, we miss them all. We, we miss them all. Uh, it it's because it feels like family is gone, and, right. and you're in the trenches so often, and so it, you know, it's good to see them when we do see them, but it feels very, it doesn't feel right. It's different. It, you're, that's exactly. That's a great way to put it. It is the trenches. It's not like an office. It, obviously, this is an office, but it's not like an office where you come in and you have acquaintances. We're not acquaintances. It's it's like a it's a platoon. It's a yeah. platoon. Well, yeah. It's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> TOVG Company is like the movie Platoon. Well, hopefully it ends better than that. But <laughs> no, Gerard. <laughs> Gerard is doing <laughs> Yeah, I hope it doesn't end that way. But like, it's true because we put in so much work and so many hours, you know, you bond with people and you get respect for them. Like that dude puts in the work. That dude puts in the hours. So it's always it's 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 different than somebody being like I'm transferring to another office and it's like later man when are we gonna have cake on your last day <laughs> like it's different like here it's it's like it's like oh man and we're happy for them but it's also bittersweet because very bittersweet you develop, you yeah. develop mons man yeah it's I, true and the worth the work ethic in here too it's like if if I wasn't here every day like when when I wasn't here prior I knew it was like. A rarity for me to get to see Gerard. Yeah, like it is uh, just yeah. he is pushing so hard, so much every day that it's like I'd love to see you. I just can't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think uh, what's what's been really hard for me personally, because personal channel, I guess, is like maintaining relationships, not just like within the office, but uh, in your friends, but like you know. My girlfriend Amanda puts up with a lot. You know, yeah, we, yeah. we don't get date night all the time. We don't get to go to all the fun places we want to go to because of my incredibly, you know, unfun work schedule. Uh, my family, again, I've missed funerals. I've missed weddings. I've missed birthdays. Uh, you know, I've put a lot on the line for, for uh, you know, the, I've been sacrificing a lot of my, my family's essence of who I am and into their sphere. But I think the thing is, though, is that I am not I couldn't be like any more happier with you guys. You know, I, and I, I mean that I mean that so much because I can't I can't be working at like a, a desk job waiting for my life to start. I could not be working at, you know, a movie theater any longer than I could have. I couldn't have done that. I, I was going crazy. Right. And and this dream that I've created for myself and having you guys a part of it and having you do your dreams alongside mine, it makes this whole thing worth it. And I know that we struggle and I know that every day we're like, are we turning off the lights this week? Or yeah. Are, yeah. Who, you know, who's Venmoing who? Yeah. <laughs> who's not getting, who's not getting <laughs> who do we paid? have to Venmo to keep the doors open? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real talk. You know, are we going to give, are we going to make a buy on rent today? Like right, is right, someone right. moving out? Who's moving in? Um, there are so many struggles that we don't talk about, but I think it's be the reason why we don't talk about them is because it's not everyone else's problems. You know, if 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 Kevin Spacey in uh in uh, uh, -huh. uh House of Cards okay like in his like cutaways, you know, he's like you know, the gaffer on set was having a bad day and Kevin Spacey's just narrating to the camera, 
wouldn't you feel like, oh, that's kind of, I didn't want to know that. Like, right, right, right. I don't want to know that, like, because now it's like, well, I kind of feel bad. Like, I, I someone could have helped him out. But no, we, we now know that fun fact about the show. Um, it it creates us as humans. We, we deal with conflict. We deal with these issues and we struggle to push forward. And the problems that we encounter with are meant for ourselves, meant for our friends, meant for whoever needs to know about them. But in this essence where, you know, we've become, you know, I've become a micro celebrity and you guys are kind of rising with me in, in that light, you kind of have an obligation to tell people what's going on or how you're feeling or thinking and going upon it. And uh, it kind of sucks because you don't want to disappoint them. You don't want to. It feels like you're kind of being like, hey, man, you didn't come out today. Sorry, champ. Uh, but hey, come back next week and. We'll be there supporting you. You know, right, it's, right. It, no one wants to hear that. They want to hear. They want to. They want to get what they paid for, even though they're not paying for it. They want to enjoy their meal, and and not and not have it spoiled. And I think that's something that the uh, reason why I am actually hesitant about doing this whole project. But I think it is important to kind of see what goes on here and and kind of see how we are creating, how we're making the pudding. That's one that something. One of the first things that I like noticed about the people that watch the show and enjoy the stuff on all the channels is that you know it's very easy to get dejected about the internet that's that's the main thing that makes me sad on a day-to-day basis is like the internet and the people on the internet yeah because it's much like negativity gets echo chambered far more than positivity however witnessing the fans of your show and the fans and just the people that appreciate the the work that comes out of this office. There's a lot of positivity there, uh, which I really, really appreciate. Uh, and hopefully this sh- podcast or this show or this, hopefully they'll appreciate this peak behind the veil. Cause some people just people, some people just want a donut. Some people want to know how the donut is made. Uh, and I think separating those two things and showing, letting people know, here's where you go for this and here's where you go for this. I think that's great. Some people will want both, you know, and some people want none. Right. And it's all good, but I think that's great. I don't think you have to worry Gerard personally. Thank you. I think there, <laughs> no, I, I think there are tons of people out there who are like, yeah, dude, I totally want to know how the donuts are made. I love these donuts. Yeah. Damn um, big donuts. and we appreciate the people that eat the donuts. So we're like, yo, thank you. So thank you guys out there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. it. So I think that's that's gonna wrap it for our, our our intro our intro podcast. That was a good intro. Let's kick off the podcast finally. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was uh, <laughs> that was just the intro. <laughs> yeah. Prepare for another two more hours. No. Um. So uh, I think I think one thing I want to kind of try and do is uh, to keep in theme of the show that one video galaxy. Okay. Um. We will let you guys submit your comments. As in oh, your, boo. oh. Come on. No. No. This is the reason for the entire podcast. You thought yeah. of that one pun and was like, That's I have true. to make a show out of That's it. That's true. So <laughs> if you uh, want to send us your comments or your questions or any kind of thing about the show, about who we are, you can submit them to comments at thatonevideogamer.com. <laughs> You're really going for I'm this. I'm going for it. Comments. C-O-M-E-T-S? Yes. Comments. Comments. Yeah. Okay. Send your comments to... Send your giant at thatonevideogamer.com. flying hunks and, of ice uh, to we us. we will answer your comments... Yeah. Here on the show. They are not stars. They are not stars. They're they not, not stars. stars. No, no, <laughs> no, they are not. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to add before we head out? Send us, send Gerard specifically pictures of your pie. Yes. Undoubtedly. <laughs> so, undoubtedly, yeah. Undoubtedly. Thank you. 
Anything, anything you guys want to add? Brett, final words? Thanks for uh, listening, and thank you guys for playing with me. Appreciate it. Yeah, you can check them out at youtube.com slash supercouchfighters. That's what you were setting me up for. I, I no, 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 that, no. No, no, gotcha. no. Final, final word is like, last thing you want to say before the camera goes. Live long and prosper. <laughs> I did it right, right? Yeah, that was, that was perfect. He's doing the I'm, I'm friends with, with Terry Farage. You know how to. Oh, my God. We'll, <laughs> we'll save that story for another time. <laughs> Alf, final words, closing thoughts. Comments and pies. Comments and pies. Comments Comments into pies Ooh. from space could you um, could you imagine and not a big one you know just comment like, pie just, just a little itty bitty comment because comments they come in all shapes and sizes i assume all right yeah. Yeah. just like a little comment hitting a pie and just the epic pie explosion <laughs> i think al's hungry let's get yeah. him some food <laughs> al needs a pie uh I could you, go you, for pie. you can find al at twitch.tv slash eject <laughs> and uh you guys know who i am hopefully if you're here uh, thank you not only for listening, but thank you for everything. If you're watching this now, uh, you I don't care how you found out about us. I don't care if you hate me. I don't care if you like me. Just thank you for investing your time into us and, and to what we've created. And we hope you guys will come back next week for another podcast from that one video galaxy. In the meantime, uh, stay awesome and uh, go play some games. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. By the way, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>